When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Mason in Ireland. Ramon is in for Mace, and uh, you probably saw that Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback, won the Heisman Trophy over the weekend. First QB to win it since Matt Leinert. He's the eighth Trojan to win it, but uh, they don't count Reggie Bush, or you're going to read he's the seventh, but Reggie yeah. Bush did win it. Yeah. Um, and it should be reinstated. So, But Caleb raised an interesting point in his acceptance speech. All three other finalists, so there were four guys there for the to, for the yep. announcement for the trophy. C.J. Stroud, the Ohio State quarterback, Stetson Bennett, the Georgia quarterback, and Max Duggan, the TCU quarterback. Okay. Those are the other finalists. Listen to what Caleb said when he was accepting the Heisman. But we've all been through this journey these past couple of days together. And I may be standing up here today. But y'all get to go to college football playoffs. <laughs> Guess you can't win them all. Okay, so it got me to thinking. Bergman, if I gave yes, you the sir. choice, win the Heisman Trophy or be one of four teams to, to go to the college football playoff and play for the championship, but you can't have both. You had to take one or the other. Which one are you taking? The Heisman. Why? Because I'm guaranteed that and go down in history and I get to go to the Heisman house and everything else that comes along with it. You're not guaranteed a championship by going to the playoff. Ramona? I think Greg's right. Heisman. I'm surprised. I know. I normally would say the team won, but... I can tell you one guy who would say Heisman for sure. No, is Mason. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm know, usually Mason's more, team more oriented. about Mason's more about individual honors yeah. than team rewards. But, but this Greg's for me is, like, is an absolute no-brainer. I got a chance to win the national championship yeah. with all my friends and my teammates. I mean, Caleb just showed up this year. How, how good of friends could they be? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, He's not even really he a gets Trojan. To vote on the Heisman the rest of his life. I hate that. Uh, so <laughs> do you. Big deal. Uh, it it seems to I am I Jorge am I the only one or would you what would you take Heisman or go to the playoff? Nah, you're the only one. I'll take the Heisman. Amanda? Yeah. Yeah, easy Heisman. You people are all a bunch of I, selfish listen, jerks. I am usually I'm usually the team person, but I on know. this one, I don't know. I don't I don't think the so college world series. So if I want to give you a big, big honor in, in instead of going to the college world series with your teammates, you would have oh, taken the honor. I definitely want to go to the I definitely want to go to the college world series. Well, Wait a minute, it's the same thing. No, because the, the big honor is just an individual honor, but the Heisman is for life. The Heisman well, is yeah, a part of a, a secret society. you're always Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, you're so like invited so. to this thing in New York every single year. You get to vote. You're like one of the society of Heisman. Like, Gino Toretta is still welcome. Didn't you guys listen to Herm Edwards? You play to win the, the game. game. What is individual? You guys are all, uh, I mean... No, okay, like, so if this gets me into the College Softball Hall of Fame, right. and I get to go to some special College World Series every single year, then now we're talking. But if it's just an honor, no, I'll take like, the College World Series. play to win the game. Thank you. Where's Keyshawn? He does it better. So if, like, I'll give you an example. If they went to Mason and said, all right, choice A, 
you get to keep doing the show with Ireland for another five years. All right. Choice B, you guys get blown up today, but you get a star on the Hollywood oh, Walk of Fame. he's taking the star. He's taking the star. I'm taking the show. Yeah. I th- I'm sh- Ramona, I'm shocked at you. I know. It's, I it was thought a hard for sure me, you would go team before me. Are you shocked by anybody else back here? No. Not- <laughs> every once in a while. We're all every selfish once people. In a while, you, yeah, you, guys, you, you guys I knew were selfish. Greg, Ramona, I, I didn't know. Every once in a while, you got to lean in. Right. Yeah, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not saying all the time, but for something really good, got to lean in and be like, my time to shine. This you is that one time. You the game to win. Thank you, Keyshawn. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, that was key? Uh, yeah. Wow, that was good. Okay, so I don't think that was the right Seinfeld. That was a different Seinfeld here, I got you. Thank you. All right, so I want to ask you guys about something that happened at SoFi on Thursday night. Okay. All right, now this is not the cleanest audio. It's basically somebody recording on their phone off of a TV. But I let me preface this by saying, love Al Michaels. think he's the best play-by-play guy ever to do it. Um, Thinks he... I think he's got a great sense of humor. I think he's, you hear his voice, you know it's a big game. Doesn't get any better now. Mm -hmm. Um, I also am friends with and like Sam Lagana. Do you know what Sam does? Tell me. He is the Rams public address announcer. He's the guy that yells, who's house? Got it. Okay. Al does not like who's house. Matter of fact, (laughs) he hates it. Whose house? Yeah, that's Sam. Okay. Now, here's Al on Thursday Night Football with Kirk Herbstreet throwing Sam under the bus. The, the, it's hard to tell what the crowd is right now. It's mainly Raiders a little bit, but the, you have a, a PA announcer here who incessantly screams whose house. And he wants him to say, well, no, I hate it. He wants to say, he wants him to say Ram's house, but as far as the Raiders are concerned, well, this is kind of like their Airbnb. Well, first of all, all this that's true. This is kind of like an Airbnb. That's the Raiders, a great line. The Raider, Ron and I, Raider friends, we take over any stadium yeah. where we play, and then we blow the game at the end. That that it's was kinda, a very, that was yeah. a very typical Raider game. Yeah. But Bergman, I'll start with you. Yeah. Who's right here? Sam Lagana for trying to fire up the fans, or Al for basically telling him to shut up? I mean. Like I don't mind what Al said because it was funny, especially with the Airbnb line. Yeah. But I mean, it's what is what is Sam supposed to do? That's what he's supposed to do on the third downs. So right. Go, that's what he does. So it's uh, Sam's right in this. Yeah, Jorge. Yeah, with Greg, Sam's right on this one. I, Ramon, what do you think? I'm a little mixed on this one. Okay. You would like fewer Rams houses at games? Yeah. No. It's it, okay. So by the, the way, USC we asked Sam to come too. on today, and he couldn't do it. USC yeah. does this too, and this is not about Sam or anything, but. Yeah. They play conquest like every damn time, right. right? It's like tradition. And so we at Stanford, when the Trojans would come visit, we would make like a drinking game out of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they would play conquest every time they would play it. Like our band would keep count, right? Like how many times did they play it during the game? And when you're winning, it's really it's fine. Like they're you play conquest as much as you want. When you're losing and you're not having a good season and whatever, it's kind of hard to just be like, who's else? Uh, all game long. Well, but it's like here's when the they thing. play Conquest all game long and they're losing. I mentioned earlier that going yeah. to a Laker game is an event. Going to a Clipper game is just like going to a basketball game. But but Sam's job is to make the fan experience at mm-hmm. the Ram games more fun. That's it. You but, know? Do you, but do you have to do it on every third down? Sure, why not? Can you pick your spots? And by the way, I, I think I'm guessing the other night probably Amanda, were you there? Yes, I was. When when he was yelling Rams house, were a bunch of people yelling Raiders house? I mean, I mean, there were more I mean, Raider fans than Ram fans I there. I couldn't 
tell. Yeah. Um, but well, you it were was, too high, Amanda. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, from the second hand. No, 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 no. The second hand smoke. I talked about this on Friday, oh. John. The second hand smoke. When we were in the broadcast booth, at one point, Travis and Greg came in and Kirk at halftime. It was as if we were lighting up in the booth. It was so well, bad. Remember, it remember, smacked me in the face. Remember, Greg, it happened yeah. all last year at the Laker games. And yeah. they finally found the guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Michael yeah. was getting frustrated Yeah, about He was that. getting very oh, the, bad. Oh, the, the other broadcasters from the other teams would come to me and go, yeah. man, I feel like I need a bag of Cheetos. What is going on here? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, for, I, I, we, we figured it was a guy with a vape pen that yeah. was sitting in the suites and it was wafting down or uh, it was a guy sitting in front of it us. It couldn't be a vape pen because a vape pen doesn't smell like marijuana. When but it, it couldn't be. It can't be a guy like lighting up a joint. Well, How? it had to have been something because it wasn't. It can't be a vape pen. A vape pen doesn't have the stench. Yeah, uh, but that's interesting. So now it is like like our. It's a little inside baseball, but Sorry. our parking garage here. If you park in it oh, any yeah. day of the week, I mean, people are hot boxing down there, left, right, and sideways. It's a, you get a contact eye just. I walking always wondered why from it took your such car, good car to naps. the elevator. <laughs> I was like, man, I have good car naps at work. Yeah, and 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 <laughs> so I think this goes on way more than we think, and uh, and so uh, the fact that it has made its way over to, and I guess. Would it be a legal rent? Technically, Amanda, it's an outdoor stadium, right? Even though it has the, the yeah, it's considered an outdoor stadium. So they're, I don't know exactly. Uh, well, like, I don't know the legality of it, but what's, it would say on the ticket. Uh, I don't know. Probably says it on the back of your ticket. Yeah, and I don't. I you know you have to walk through and get scanned. I don't know. I don't know how these people are getting. Definitely it in. don't have the the the, the uh, top shelf bomb sniffing dogs. They're the, the no, the, definitely, definitely yeah, not. Yeah. Yeah, top but show. it was the strongest it's ever been at any game wow. that I've been to. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it and uh, well, I get, uh, well, I Mason get was of, at the game. There you go. Yeah, no, I Mason was of, not at the game. He, he didn't, didn't go. go. He sold his tickets. He sold his tickets. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He, he, because Raider fans are stupid and they'll overpay. Uh, yeah, I'm goes. one of them. I, I say that as a Raider Would you fan. Do you pay for those like, those seats? Of course. Really? Yeah. Well, because again, going back to what we were talking about yeah. before, the difference between a an event and just a yeah. game. Raider games are events. If you're a, a fan of the silver black, people dress up. It's like Halloween. The black hole's really fun. As long as you're not wearing opponents' colors, it's completely safe. Yeah. But Raider games are like going to a haunted house. Mm -hmm. It's really, really fun. And then, like I said, the Raiders will play well enough to stay in the game and then do something stupid at the end to give it away. Mm. By the way, I was texting with Greg over the weekend. I don't know. I love Derek Carr. Always yeah, have. I know. He threw that interception in the end zone. I know he got hit in the arm. You yeah. can't throw that pass. No. You can't. I I think Derek may have played his way out of out of Las Vegas. I, I don't know. If they don't make the playoffs, and that loss probably keeps them out of it. And again, I like him. I like Derek Carr. I don't know if they can go back to him. What do you think? I, I don't either. I think we've heard, I forget, well, I'm trying to remember where this story came from, but there was a story about Tom Brady going to the Raiders. There was a story about Aaron Rodgers going to the Raiders. Yeah, remember Dana Back White were... said he had it done. Yeah, there it was. Dana White. It's going to be some interesting quarterbacks available this summer. Well, and there's, there's talk that Brady could go to... Right. You saw my guy Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. I host the Mr. Irrelevant banquet every year for my friend Melanie, uh, Melanie Salata Fitch. He looked good. Um, and he was the guy last year. He might be an upgrade on Jimmy G. He looked great. And that just goes to show you Kyle, Kyle Shanahan knows oh, what man. he's doing. You, you know? know, it's interesting. This week was, um, when you look at the NFL, there was, like, to me, the, the Chargers game against the Dolphins was pretty eye-opening. 
Tua's had a great year. The Dolphins have had a great year comparatively. And the, those two quarterbacks are always going to be compared to them, to each other because they're the same draft, right? And Tua right. goes right before Justin Herbert. Right. And there was a sense, oh, maybe we had it wrong on Tua. Maybe maybe he's really good. Maybe he just needed more weapons around him or a better coach. And then you see him head-to-head against Justin Herbert, and it was like, oh, no, Justin Herbert's much better. I don't know if that's true. Oh, yeah. I, I think Justin Herbert. I think he's much better. I I, I put my whole fantasy season on Justin yeah. Herbert this year, and he got hurt in week two in the rib cartilage. Yeah, and, and they I, have no line right now. Right. And they I, don't so I can't, I can't tell how much of the Chargers' disappointing season is on him. He's a great player, but I really thought he was going to be Patrick Mahomes good this year. I don't want to th- kill him because he was hurt. I think it's an organizational failure around him rather than him, but he looked, I mean, it's just like, it's night and day. I mean, him, if he was on the Dolphins and he had the Mike McDaniel as the coach. And Jalen Waddell and, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And, I mean, it'd be lights out. Yeah. Hey, well, you and I go to a lot of press conferences, interview a yeah. lot of coaches. Is it ever okay for a coach to throw his players under the bus. Mm. We'll get into that mm. coming up next. And also, a new way to answer any tough question that I think I might steal. I'm going to throw that at you next. Uh, Bergman's coming up later this hour with Bobcat. We got Game of Games today. Uh, it's my game. We got a lot of stuff going on. Mason in Ireland, Momo in for Mace, ESPN LA. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Mason in Ireland. Momo's here. And um, I mentioned before the break that you and I attend a lot of coaches' press conferences, and a lot of these are coach speak. Um, Is it ever okay, in your opinion for the coach to throw the players under the bus, even if they played bad. Do yeah. you think that's a good move or a bad move? I generally don't do it, but I I think there are times when it's warranted, and it depends on who the coach is. Okay. This coach is Brad Underwood, the basketball coach at Illinois. Um, first, I'm going to play. He was asked. They lost a game to Penn State after they had upset the number two team in the country the game before that. And Brad Underwood left – no one unscathed here. This is about 30 seconds about what happened to Illinois against Penn State. Here he is. We played uh, uh, very, very uninspired basketball from uh, uh, the second we landed from Madison Square Garden uh, until now. We have, we have been atrocious in practice. Maybe the two worst days of practice leading up to a game I've been a part of, and that's leadership. That's leadership. 
Plain and simple leadership. Put it in bold damn print. Leadership. Lack of. And no effort. That's what happens when you in this league when you when you when you have none of that. All right. So I have several thoughts about this. Hmm. Number one, brutally honest, obviously. Number two, isn't leadership on the coach? Yeah, kinda. Like <laughs> Generally speaking, you have to have good leaders amongst your players. You can't have it all as a coach. But if they don't like the coach, they're probably not going to play for you. Right. That's, that's when you get the lack of effort. Um, now, after he said that, <laughs> right, I agree with you. Yeah. Bergman, were you okay with that rant? Or does that, I think the coach implicated himself. No, I have no problem with that. Mick Cronin did that earlier this year when Illinois and, which is the Brad Underwood's, Underwood's team, Illinois and Baylor beat UCLA yeah, in, in Vegas. that tournament. He went in, yeah, he went into the locker room and started screaming at him and cursing at, at all the players. Wow. And they've been better since. Like, that's just part of college okay. basketball. I have no problem now, with that. Now, I think there's a better way to handle these situations. And Brad Underwood was given this opportunity, and I'm thinking about stealing it, and I want your opinion of what, whether I could pull it off. Okay. Um, after he did that rant, one of the reporters asked him about a certain player whose leadership he had been praising two weeks ago. So, well, you know, what about Shelburne? <laughs> he, you know, two weeks yeah. ago, you were saying that his, he's yeah. got great leadership skills. What happens? So he chooses, whether to elaborate, he simply chooses... To answer with a fart noise. Listen to this. What? It, it is. It, it's fantastic. Brady talked a lot about TJ's leadership since he's gotten here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my now, God. Now Bergman. <laughs> yeah. I want you to come on, Brad. I want you to pretend I'm a coach. Wow. All right. Okay. My team just lost. I come wow. in. Any questions, Greg? What do you think of the leadership of your team right now? <laughs> What kind of how how do you feel about uh, Steve Mason as your co-host? <laughs> is, is Jorge doing an okay job on the board right now? <laughs> how about Greg as the producer? What do you think about Amanda as the boss right now? Oh, and when Momo comes in on the radio, <laughs> would that not? If he did like an arm fart, would that be better? We would that like- not be the most entertaining press conference of all time? And there's really nothing. It's you not are turning bright for. red right it's now. So, by the way, if, you, if you're not watching in the live stream, this yeah, is great. It's, John Ireland is like beat red. Right I know. Now. It's, it, it's, you enjoyed that a lot. No, it's because it it when you make the fart noise, everything it, it takes effort. <laughs> We have to clean that mic flag. There isn't one. That's even worse. Uh, but I think, is there not a circumstance where that would not be perfect? Like anything. You went for it on fourth and one. Why? <laughs> you think you get Coach McVeigh to do that at some point I, on oh. Wednesday? I'll play this. Jorge, leave this in the system. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, off a Make win, they won. Yeah, they won. So he with might. A big thing on he Baker. might go with you on it. Yeah, he might. I may bring it up. What do you I think may... of the Raiders' defense on that last play? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can do the fart noise without like contorting yourself like this. <laughs> no, that's not as good. It's more fun. No, you do it. No, that no, you're that, just that's a horse. Yeah, you're just making a. You're you sounding like Mr. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> this gives it more of an authentic fart sound. <laughs> Bergman, you, I'll ask you a question. I don't know if this is a high point Bergman, or a low what'd you part think of what do you think of Friday's show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, how was that show with Mason and Cappy, Greg? Oh, it was actually a lot of fun. But yeah? No, for the bit. Nah. <laughs> no, if they ask me my opinion of that show, <laughs> and I didn't even hear it. Jorge, oh, what do you man. think about working here? 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it, it can answer any question. Can it not? It's not exactly dignified. Yeah, but we're working sports. <laughs> right. I mean, an hour ago, we were talking about dunking a bottle of a bucket of water in the GM's head. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not like we work. I, I try and explain to people. We work in the toy store yeah. of life. It's like a sports bar without the liquor. And in the case of our station, sometimes there is liquor. You know, I do think it's interesting. That is a, that, that who would you throw water on? Yeah. It's a good question because it shows how people carry themselves. And I think it, I think the general thing is, could they take a joke? Right, like, mm, well, but they don't know it's a joke. That's what makes it complicated. Right. It's an assault, technically. Yeah. Right. Like, like, would you do that to Woj? Right. No. Would you? Do I don't that? know. How, I don't know him well enough. Would you? <laughs> I, I know. Would you do that? Would, would you, you do it to Woj? Would you do it to Woj? Nope. Okay. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you know and who, you know him better okay. than anybody. You yeah. know who? We, you know who I would do it to, and she like be furious with me. But when she yeah. got the whole thing, is Beetle. Yeah, you could do it to Beetle. She'd be mad. Yeah, she'd be you know? <laughs> She'd be mad. And and then she would negotiate for more of the money. Yeah. But once but I like, explained it's kind it of a, her, are you scared of that person a little bit? Right. Right? There's, a, there's people who I would, I would do that to Kendrick Perkins. Perk would think it was funny eventually. Man, if I did that to Perk, he beat my ass. Yeah, you, I, you, I you, could, could you and Amanda can get away with some things that we can't get away with. I don't think I would. I, I could do it to Chanae. I don't think I could do that to Malika. No way. So wait, Amanda, would you <laughs> right, do it to Woj? Is, yeah. The funny thing is, I for a thousand dollars, you don't know him. Yeah. Woj is a very serious human being. Yeah. Would you do it to Woj? No. No, we found a no. We found a no. No, but that yeah. was honest. Yeah. She doesn't. And Amanda, the whole reason is you don't know him well enough, right? Yeah, I feel like I would at least have to have some kind of a relationship. Like we would have to know each other for me to, to do that. Yeah, it, that would that would be hard. Yeah. See, I think we could do it to McVeigh. I think he would get it. You could. You think Depends you could throw a bucket on. of water on McVeigh after a win? Yeah, not after a loss. Well, the coaches <laughs> get they, they get Gatorade tossed on them. They don't yeah. care. I. You know what? I will ask him that on Wednesday. Yeah. We were playing, playing a dumb game. If I just walked up to you and dumped a bucket of water on your head for $1,000 and I can't tell you why, would you punch me? Oh, I yeah. don't think he would. No, I don't think he would. But are you going to also Aaron ask Donald him about would. the farting? Would, or? Would, you do it, would you do it for a million dollars to Aaron Donald? A million dollars is different. You'd, well, he'd kill you. If he I would <laughs> beat your butt. Yeah, it, it, would, it would be the end of you. would be a pancake you. on the floor. Oh, a yeah, million no, I dollars? I'd do it and run away really fast. <laughs> yeah, he's faster than you. Yeah, yeah. he's faster than yeah, like wide be. receivers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would that would be interesting. Um, but I think this this guy Brad Underwood is onto something with this fart noise. <laughs> I, I seriously do. I mean, you can't answer any question, no matter, especially if it's like a really difficult question. Okay, okay hold like, on. You guys gave up an eighteen zero run. To start the second half, and you never recovered. What happened? We stunk. <laughs> so this is what we got to do. And by the way, that would get played all over the place. So for crosstalk today, yeah, everything that Sedano or Cappy ask you, you should answer with a fart noise. Okay, I will at least for a few minutes. I will. Yes, for a yeah, few minutes. Okay, okay. until Fantastic. they catch on and realize it. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Cap will just start doing it with me. He probably yeah. would in the micro in the megaphone. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. That that would be. Uh, I mean, I, I think that if somebody adopts that, they would be onto something. All right. Hey, why aren't the Dodgers doing anything? There is a theory going on out there that actually makes some sense. I don't know if I'd love it, but I'll give you a theory as to why the Dodgers haven't done squat 
in free agency. Bobcat coming up after that. Still to go game of games later today. Momo in for Mace. All sorts of stuff going on in ESPN LA. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What, so Mason had a story last week that Mariah Carey makes like millions of dollars a year every yeah. time this song gets played. Yeah, good for her. Do you listen to the show when you're on the road? Listen to the podcast, or it's like you're only gone. no, no. I'm it's like I'm gone, except that when I get to an arena in time to play game ah, of games, I'll catch a second yeah. or two. Okay, yeah, because um, I like to play game of games because I'm insanely competitive. Um, but the there was one I designed that we thought you were going to be excellent oh, okay. at. Okay, so um, I have a question for you. Uh huh. All right, everybody, weigh in. Jorge, weigh in on this. Amanda, you too. All right. If we picked a random day, like we we had a dartboard uh-huh. with thirty days on it, and we just throw a dart at the board and it lands on a certain day. Okay. Okay. So it can't be prearranged. We play game of games, mano a mano, me against Mason. Okay. And here's here's the rub. Yeah, here's the rub. Mason can Google. Oh. I can't. Who wins? Well, is it name is your buzzer? I don't know. It's a random day. You know? what's, what's on the line? Are you getting a point spread here? No. I'm just saying, who would win? I'm curious. I say you simply because even with Googling, Mason is a pecker. Yeah. And it takes oh, him too point. long to put stuff into Google. I also think I also think you would win because I think you know it. And you're faster without the internet. You don't then need it. Would, I could answer it before. Yeah. Uh, Greg, who would yeah, win? Yeah. If it's if it's name is your buzzer, you're going to win because it's going to take yeah, too long. But if it's, but if it's, yeah, if it's multiple choice and it kind of goes back and forth, I think he'll win. Yeah. You're gonna, if you're, are you giving him time? Then I think he'll win. Jorge, who wins? No chance. You win it all. Man. Even if he can Google and Even I can't. Can Google, you, yeah, you win it. Huh. All right. I, I'm gonna. I'll, now, I'll ask him that when I get back. When he gets you back. versus me, straight up. No, you would you would beat me. Uh, but you and I are the only real fair fight. You know, it's this true. is what this is going to work out to. Depending on whether or not you win the month, Ooh, is is I'm going to win six uh, months out of the year. You're going to win five, and Sedano's going to win one. That's how it's going to work. <laughs> That's how it's going to work. <laughs> yeah, Sedano so kept true. you from tying me. Oh, it's true. But the, oh, but, it's true. Yeah, but you you are Greg. Uh, I okay in putting it in parlance of what's going to happen tomorrow night. You and I are the Lakers and Celtics. Yeah, everybody else is like the Thunder. That makes total sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Mason is like a G League team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's but, the Ignite. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a G League team. He's the Ignite. Okay, hey, I want to ask you guys about the Dodgers. So they've been incredibly quiet in free agency. Um, they haven't signed anybody. We keep hearing these rumors. They're in on so-and-so. They're in on so-and-so. They're in on Aaron Judge. They're mm-hmm. in on Trey Turner. Aaron Judge signs with the Yankees. Trey Turner signs with the Phillies. Blah, blah, blah. So Dylan Hernandez who covers the Dodgers for the LA Times, had a column over the weekend suggesting that the reason the Dodgers aren't doing anything is because next year Shohei Otani is a free agent. Greg, you're a Dodger fan. Would you be okay with them doing nothing 
they don't sign anybody else rest of this year. So Gavin Lux is the shortstop. Trace Thompson's the center fielder. And we're going to bat. That's how we replace Bellinger and Turner. And we're going for it. All right? Mm-hmm. For a whole year. Yep. But then they can make the biggest offer to Otani at the start of next season. Is that a trade-off you'd be willing to make as a Dodger fan? Can I make trades in at the end of August? Yeah, but you can't bring on a lot of money. You can't take on a Mookie Betts trade or sure, a... Sure, just I can I can fix my bullpen. I can yeah. add an extra you, little small business, bat. Business as usual, but you can't go You can't go out and get a three $400 million player. 1,000% yes, and it's not even close. I wouldn't... I would Even use, if it means you don't make the playoffs this year, and I'm not saying they wouldn't. They're only losing two guys. That's my thing. I think they actually could still make the playoffs. I think we just forget sometimes that this team is still really, really good with a lot of great players on it, including Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Momo, I, well, do you think most Dodger fans would be okay with that? If they, they will not they, be okay with it, but they should be. And I actually think Dylan is right. I do think that they are sitting out unless something remarkable comes along this year so that they can make a run at Shohei. I... It, I, I really think Dylan's on to that. I, I don't think that's just a theory. Now, here's something that I don't get. I grew up in Orange County. My mom's a giant Angels fan. I grew up an Angels yeah. fan. Why wouldn't the Angels make the biggest offer to Otani? And well, if the, they do, would he take it? See, that's the question. Because he says he wants to win. They're not going to win next They're not going to win. Yeah. And they're they're already selling the team. Artie Marino's selling the team. So that may prohibit them from making a big offer. And the new owner, Rob Manfred said uh, Probably before recently, the opening day, they right. said they'd have so the new So if you're owner. the new owner of the Angels, your first order of business needs to be to make the godfather offer to Otani. And if you won't take $500 million, then you say, okay, will you take one year for 80 <laughs> can you can can you just give just us a year on, to yeah, prove keep, him to to prove this to you and we, we won't lock you? Wow, know. what? If, I, I mean, I don't think they would offer that much, but what if they did? What one the, year, eighty. Why not? But why would that even keep? Why not? But why would that even keep him? I understand it's eighty million dollars, but you're just yeah, you're if another, asking him if for another a, team offers him four hundred and fifty million. Why true. would yeah? Right. Well, it's at the same time. It's also because this team, the Angels, are not going to be all of a sudden fixed next year or in yeah. two years. It's going to take five years, six years for them to be fully fixed to where they're going to be a staple in the playoffs. If if even there, they still don't even have the pitching. So like, why would you stick in a team like that when right in your prime at twenty eight years old? Why would you stick there? All right, tell me if I'm being a prisoner of the moment here, okay? I can take it. I think Shohei Otani's the best baseball player I've ever seen. Well, ever. he does two things. But, I mean, I, I've just never seen anything like him. I, I, he I'm throws... not willing to go that far because I, I saw Mike Trout in his rookie year, and I know that he doesn't pitch also. Right. Mike was amazing. My, I'm not taking away anything. Early years, love, Mike Trout is like hey, amazing. I I love Mookie Betts. Yeah, I loved Ken Griffey Jr. I you know I but before this, I'm guessing. Yeah, Griffey probably was the best baseball player I've ever seen in person. Like I'm throwing Bonds, I'm throwing good. Bonds out because of you know the yeah. the performance enhancing drugs. But in terms of somebody that did everything, Griffey was uh-huh. probably it. Um, I I don't even know how to categorize Otani. I know. Otani can go can win the Cy Young one year and the MVP and not because of being the pitching like I don't know Clayton Kershaw won the MVP and the Cy Young it's different he would win the MVP for his batting and the Cy Young for his pitching he's that good John I I think he is I don't know if I would say he's the best baseball player I've ever seen but I would certainly say he's the most valuable player in baseball and it's not even close you know I got some friends because of how good he is at both things I got some friends that work for the Angels yeah one of them told me he might be the fastest player on that team. Wow. That that I mean that in terms of he what's his weakness? 
He doesn't have one. He's a good fielder. He's a great pitcher. He hits for power. He hits for average. He runs the bases yeah. great. I guess, Greg, if you wanted to nitpick, you could say injuries. Injury, yeah, injury prone a little bit. Not very yeah. much. I mean, he was great last year, but he does get injured. And So what's I, that, at some con- point, what's at that some contract point, look like? If Mike Trout got $440 million, what's Otani get? Is he getting five? He's getting 500 easy, without without question. If That's that's on the low end. Wow. Okay, eventually he's going to, because what's going to happen is eventually he's going to have to pick one. It's going to be either pitching or hitting. But not yet. Down not yet. I mean, and most likely he'll get rid of the pitching so he, cause, so he can stick with the hitting. Because you have well, then he gets to play every on your day. Arm. Yeah. Or you could, he you, plays you, every day anyway. I mean, can you imagine if they, turned, DH. It, can you imagine if they turned him into a closer? Hmm. So he would pitch and hit in almost every game? Wow. I mean, that uh, it. Maybe in the middle of, at the end of his career, like John Smoltz yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It'd be or Dennis Eckersley. You know, Dennis Eckersley was a starter for a lot of yeah. years. So was Smoltz. Yeah, Smoltz was a starter for a lot of years. If you, I just and and here's the other thing about Otani, the Dodgers have shown that if they can get a star attraction, people will flock to the stadium. I mean, look at Fernando Mania. Look at Nomo. Um, it remember when they had Manny Wood? Yeah, Puig. You know, yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, that doesn't happen with the Angels. Yeah. You know, they don't sell out every game, even though they have Otani and Trout. Um, and the Angels could misplay this, by the way. If I were them, Otani's going to play for them this year. If he wouldn't commit to me, I have to trade him. I don't want to let Shohei Otani walk away for nothing. I, I would, if I'm the new owner, I do whatever it takes to keep him. I just make him the godfather offer. Yeah, but don't the Angels have to trade him? If, and if, I realize if you make a godfather like, offer and he turns it down, then I think you have to trade him. Yeah. And what Ramona means is make him pay him the proverbial offer you can't refuse. Make him an offer you can't refuse. Right, which is a, a very famous scene from The Godfather. In, in other yeah. words, he you say to show, hey, what do you want? And he says $500 million. No, and, he doesn't say 500 He says no, $1 billion. No, no, he says $500 million yeah. and you say, I'll give you $600 million yeah. if you sign right now. Yeah. And then Otani is, if he, if he says no. Yeah. I think you have to trade him. Because think about what you could, Greg, don't you? You you want to be a baseball GM in your dreams. What, what, <laughs> in my I mean, dreams. if you're if you're the Angels GM, if you're Perry Manazian and you make him an unbelievable offer and he says, I've just want to try free agency, I'm sorry. Don't you, you have to move him? You have to move him. I was arguing during the trading deadline last year that he should have been moved. You could have gotten much more from him, but then you're going to start losing the amount that you're going to yep, get for him. Yeah, that's true. And if you wait until the trade deadline this year, it's going to even drop even more because people are going to think he's either going to be a rental or that you so can you just sign him in the offseason. Ramona, you would do the godfather offer now, like as soon as you buy the team. 100%. Because Rob Manfred let it out. I don't know if he was supposed to, but he let it out that he thinks the Angels are going to have a new owner by opening day, which means they're way down the road with somebody. Nobody's reported who it is, but they're, you know— it takes two years to approve a baseball owner. So somebody somebody has already been approved, and somebody is close to buying the Angels. We just don't know who it is. And so, Mama, once you get control of the team, you immediately sit down with Otani's yeah. agent and just say, all right. It's job one. Because you got to get it yet. Yeah, you have to make that godfather offer. Because they've kind of waited too to long. Greg, to Greg's point, they've kind of waited too long on Trout. Okay, we love Trout. Yep. Who doesn't? But look how many games he's missed the last two years. If you would have traded Mike Trout four years ago, yeah, you could have gotten the Herschel Walker trade. You know, the, the everybody and their mother. But now, with his injuries, I'm not necessarily sure you get that. You could get a lot more for Otani than you can for Trout. Yeah. Um, 
but the Angels could misplay this. And I think the biggest way they could misplay it is they make Otani that offer, Ramona, you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He says no, and they said, well, we can't trade Otani. He's our star attraction. Then he walks at the end of the year, and you get, what, two conditional draft picks or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ain't doing anything for you. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. So uh, if the Dodgers are sitting this free agency out with the long-term goal of bringing Otani to Dodger Stadium next year, that makes some sense. And I'm with you, Greg. I think, as a Dodger fan, I would welcome it. If we have one year where we are the just only, okay, the only but next year I know the, the, the reward at the end is Otani, do it. The only problem with this plan is that they are not the only team with this plan. So you think another team could outbid them? <laughs> yeah. But the Dodgers, but the Dodgers have the deepest pockets, and well, here, I don't know, do they? Well, here's Mets. I mean, Steve Cohen, Yankees. Well, here's the where Padres here, seem to be willing to where, spend for whatever. Here's where this gets tricky, and I'll let you guys in on on kind of a little financial thing that people that work in pro sports have to deal with. So I do games in 28 different cities. I pay taxes. In all of those states. Okay? okay. So in other words, if I do a game in New York, I have to file a tax return in New York for that one game because I performed You actually services. do that. I am my fa- I'm the favorite client of my CPA. Of, of course. Because I got to pay him a lot. Everybody does. Michael, Stu, Billy, all of us. So if you're a pro baseball player and you're making $500 million, there's no state tax in Florida. There's no state tax in Texas. The highest states that, in terms of tax are California and New York. Yeah. So if you sign with the Dodgers, you're leaving a lot of money on the table if the Astros or the Rangers have the same exact offer. In other words, if the Astros yeah. offer you $500 million and the Dodgers offer you $500 million, by the time the taxes get involved, it's not, it's not as black and white as every game, but... 81 of your games, minimum, are going to be in California. And then anytime you play the Padres, the Giants, the A's, or the Angels, Mm -hmm. you get taxed in California. So there's a, I mean, it's a little complicated, but it's a real concern for these athletes that they can make a lot more money in states that don't have state tax. So I think to your point, that plays into Otani. The Dodgers might make them, and the Angels might make them the proverbial offer you can't refuse, but he may have. Japanese pencil pushers sitting there going, okay, if we play in Florida, if we play in Texas, we can make $60 million more. And that, to me, would be worth it. So so that that plays into the equation, too. Well, shouldn't money not play into it, though? Because if he's going to give away the godfather offer that you're talking about in this yeah. scenario, then the money's really not the issue. It's about winning, and you're going to get that winning. But wait a minute. But I, I understand what the Astros... You could win with, and- well, you could win with the Mets and the Yankees. You can. And you can win with the Dodgers. You can win with the Astros. You can win with the Rangers. Are starting. You're going to get a consistency of winning with the Dodgers yeah. right now. I think that's what they have. Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, Bergman's going to come back with some Bobcat. We'll get into that. And um, at the top of the hour, I there's a uh, dilemma I have as a play-by-play guy, and I want you guys to help me through it. We'll get into that at three o'clock. Bobcat next. Thanks, Chris and Amanda. All right, so Jalen Hurts was outstanding again yesterday. He's now on on the season, has over 3,000 yards passing, 22 touchdowns to only three interceptions. He has just under 700 rushing yards and 10 rushing TDs. Is there there anyone even close to him for MVP this year for the NFL? Mahomes. 
Look at Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And, but and I mean, the, like with a one-loss team for the for Philadelphia. Well, right now, if the season ended, Jalen Hurts would win the MVP. But you're asking if anyone's yeah, who's close. Any close? I, so yeah. I'm I'm predicting the MVP voting if the season ended today yes. would be um, Hurts as the winner. Yeah, Mahomes second, and then everybody else way below that. Now, I he has 11 interceptions. Mahomes, by the way. Um, right, but how many TD passes does he? 33. Have? Yeah, um, <laughs> and over 4,000 yards. Yeah. Um, he's he's like uh, he's just a fantastic quarterback. I mean, who are the other ones? Dallas is having okay. a good year, but it wouldn't be anyone. Well, that's on where Dallas. I was just going. Yeah. Here, here's the thing: if if this is a big if, if Jalen Hurts got hurt, God forbid, or cratered, I would seriously consider, depending on how they finish the season, voting for Micah Parsons as league MVP. That Dallas defense is sick. That's and interesting. he is the main reason why. I don't think he has any chance of winning it. As a matter of fact, I don't think he'll finish in the top five. But one year, someday, a defensive player is going to win it. And, and I think That's interesting. this could be the type of year where a guy could filter to the top. But to answer your question, Greg, uh, Jalen Hurts is the MVP. And by the way, you talk about a guy Whoa. who has never really been given his due. Yeah. So he goes to Alabama and his record was something like 28 and 1 and they bench him for Tua. Yeah. So he leaves, he transfers. He goes to Oklahoma and he finishes second in the Heisman Trophy race. Not first but second. Behind Tua, right? Or no, behind Tua who? didn't win it. Baker. Um you no, know, cuz he was a quarterback at Oklahoma. Um I'm Burrow tra- could be. I think yeah, I think Might it was Burrow. Burrow. Yeah. yeah, that sounds okay. right. Uh, so I'm thinking that when Jalen Hurts gets drafted in the NFL. He got drafted in the second or third round. Everybody said, well, he can back up Carson Wentz. Because remember, Carson Wentz had that big contract to be the Eagles quarterback? Yeah. So he ascends. They get rid of Carson Wentz. He ascends to the top. Everybody says, well, he's a one-year stopgap. That was last year. Plays great. Now, this year, he plays great again. I... I don't know. This yeah. this guy might be the most underrated quarterback in NFL history. He's doing everything right, and people keep looking for reasons to push him out the back door. He's just he's an example of somebody who has really gotten better. Like he he was really good in college, but he had holes in his game, and there's a reason why they replaced him with Tua, and why the offense really started humming at Alabama in a different way than when Tua was there. Because Tua is more of a um, a great passer, and he has the touch on the ball, and he's deep. But now. Jalen has continued to work on his body, work on his skills, work on everything. And he's, I don't think there's, is there anybody who would take two over Jalen Hurts now? No. Probably not. No, I would take. That's, that's I saying take something. I, I think Mahomes, Mahomes, Josh Allen. Josh Allen's kind of falling off a little bit. Maybe Herbert. Joe Burrow only, could win. Would you take Burrow or Hurts moving forward, Greg? Oof. After the way that Hurts is playing, I'd go. I don't Burrow. know. Burrow, Burrow went to the Super Bowl last year. Kind of got to go with That's Burrow. Right. He I delivered think, when it can. Right, I think Mahomes for sure. Yeah. Okay, because he's a once in a generation player. Josh Allen because he has a cannon. Yep. <sighs> he's a beast too. He just runs over people. Yeah, I wouldn't take. Would you take Lamar Jackson before Jalen Hurts? No, I'd probably take Hurts. Yeah, yep. I think Hurts is three or four. Burrow is is another tough one. Justin Herbert or Hurts, Greg? Herbert. Yeah, probably Herbert. Right. So yeah, he's got, but it, but that. he is going to win the MVP. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. Bobcat. All right. So Riley lost a tooth as soon as we got to school. Riley today. is Greg's ten-year-old daughter. Eleven. Eleven. 11 now. She just okay. turned eleven. Yeah. Happy she, birthday, Riley. Thank you. Uh, but she told me that the tooth fairy brings some of her friends twenty dollars a tooth. 
Jeez. That's insane. Wow. The Bergman family tooth fairy has always been $1 a tooth. Huge. It's a tooth yeah. fairy. I don't know. Jeez, it's, what, it's what I got when I was a kid. It's what all, that's what they got. I don't know Dude, what, what about saying. inflation? How long ago were you a way, kid? Yeah. Either way, shouldn't there be a tooth fairy convention where they choose the same number for every tooth? Well, not if the number is one dollar, because you are well, no, the no, worst no. tooth it's a party, fairy it's of a party, all time. It's a convention. You can the choose. Bergman family tooth fairy <laughs> needs to catch up with the 2020s. Yeah, you know? hey, we, some the Bergman family doesn't have. I think a lot five to give sounds away. like the right number. Five. I would go ten. Five or ten. Or Anything that involves a one dollar bill is too low. It's not. It's, Jorge, it's what is Ireland my take? Family. Uh, we're still debating. We're still talking to the convention. <laughs> we're trying has to figure you, out our number. You, has, has the tooth fairy had to show up no, yet? No, not yet. No. Okay. No, it's too early. What did the Ireland Family bring tooth fairy bring to Jack Hundies, Hundies. What? Oh. What? Get the hell out no. of here! Oh, he's not <laughs> lying either. Yeah, Dang. I'm trying to no, totally. make it rain. Man. <laughs> I want to be in your family. It wasn't one. It was a Hundies. Oh, there was multiple of them. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I do think I gave him five though. Yeah. Five Hundies? No, you did not. It was the tooth fairy, John. Uh, oh it was yeah, the tooth fairy. Tooth fairy. Thank you. John yeah. leaned into that one. He did. Yeah, Daniel. It. Daniel hasn't had to no, meet the no, tooth no, fairy too yet. Young. He's only four. When do they start losing them? It's wild, isn't it? Greg, how old? Uh, when Ray lost her first gosh, tooth? Six, seven? Five, six, seven. Yeah, somewhere right around there. I don't remember anymore. Lose your baby teeth? Yeah. I like how he said honeys. He, he rested his arm on the back. <laughs> yeah. Honeys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. diamonds, you know, a lot of stuff. Bobcat. Or hey. Okay, so th- I had an interesting conversation with my 16-year-old brother, and he he has the, PS, the PS5 going. He's got okay. a laptop going, and he's got a cell phone going. I'm like, dude, don't you go outside for some fun or anything? So he's got them all going at the same time. At he's, the same time. He's Mike Trudell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he's like, I'm like, don't you have like fun outside of your room? And he's like, no. Like, what kind of stuff did you do when you were growing up? I'm like, post before the internet? And I went, I listed a bunch of things. What do you remember that was fun? Before the internet. All right. Here's here's something that I can't believe. Like, like if you if if Daniel was doing this when you get home, you would be horrified. Yeah. Did you guys have big wheels when you were a little kid? Oh, yeah. I always Heck wanted yeah. one. They oh, yeah. Give it to me. And I lived on a in a development that had a hill, and we would gun those things <laughs> down the hill. I don't know how we didn't get killed. And I don't know how our parents let them do it. But to get it's he's he's too old for a big he wheel. Is. 16. But did he ever have a skateboard? He had a, no, he had a bike and a scooter and whatnot, but what like what were some of the things on the list you gave him? I told him like you know, after school you go to your friend's house. Or yeah, go even, play soccer. Like, exactly. Go, go, yeah. go, go shoot to ball. Ding go dong shoot ditch. Hoops. Yeah, exactly. Tag, kick the can. Yeah. Hide these are capture all, the flag. These are yes. all sound choices that yes. Amanda is providing. <laughs> um, what? Okay, so what did we do before we had? Oh, the, well, the big wheel was one thing. We used to play play baseball and we used to play sports in the street yeah we all played two hand touch all the exactly. time in the street yeah. i think i had like soccer practice or softball practice like almost every day i feel like i did that all the time okay like, i didn't yeah, watch sports. cartoons do kids just like go down to the pickup truck and do a square out and throw me the ball i mean yeah we used to I would play... go to the park a lot and play basketball yeah i would oh we had a park nearby i'd, I'd, I'd dribble there dribble the ball there i remember that was a thing for me so the test for your brother jorge huh. is what would happen if if you went cold turkey on the electronics for a day. What would he do then? Oh, who knows? <laughs> do, you know, go nuts. Yeah, well, do you think your parents would, would go for it? Or they, they don't oh, want, yeah, for sure. They, yeah. they want him out of the room. Like, dude, yeah, go do yeah, something. Do, so do that. Just say, go hey, get in trouble. Pick a, yeah, go break a window. Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to pick a day. <laughs> we're going to pick a day in January where it's a no, no electronics day. You just start preparing for it and yeah. see if he'll do it. Yeah, we'll try what that. What the hell? We'll see what's up. Bobcat. All right, this is my question. I like it. So, on the way to work this morning, 
Um, you know, it wasn't really raining, but it had rained. And I'm driving down La Cienega. And this guy's a couple cars in front of me. And we're not going at a very fast pace. And all of a sudden, he gets all squirrely. And then he goes up the side. Like, there's, like, cement, you know, he, he jumped, up the side. Yeah, divider, yeah. And, like, went up and then, like, spun around. And in that moment, I'm like, you know, everybody kind of stopped. And I'm like... Yeah. What do I do? Should I get out and see? Like, I mean, see if what he was would you guys have done? Or... Well, he got out of the car. I, I stopped, right? And I waited for him to open the car door and get out. And I could see his airbag had gone off. Mm. Um, but he got out of the car. But for me, it was very odd because it wasn't raining. There was no hydroplaning. There was no nothing. It's as if he was literally driving and then just got squirrely all of a sudden out of nowhere. Maybe he had a seizure. And so then I was like, okay, seizure, or was he on something? I don't know. I don't know. What would you guys have done? As long as you saw him get out of the car, I think you're fine. I did kind of feel bad afterwards. Well, the other thing you could do, Amanda, is just call it in. Call 911 and say, hey, I just saw a guy's airbag go off. Here's the address. Because there's nothing you could do to provide medical assistance. Yeah, and it was one car. I probably would have called it in. Yeah, it wasn't an accident with like multiple cars or anything. It was literally one guy. Would it have been dangerous for you to stop? Probably, right? Well, and also that's kind of what I felt, yeah. right? It was on La Cienega, and because he was up on the side, if I yeah. stopped, I would have had to stop in the middle of a lane. Right, it's dangerous. And so I kind of was like... Well, yeah, and you don't know what is going on yeah, with Yeah, I don't either. Point. That's kind of... As a single woman, I was like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, The I, only thing I would have done that you didn't do is call it in. Yeah. But I, I don't think you should beat yourself up. I guess I didn't it. think about that in the moment. Like, oh, yeah. I should probably call 911. Um, but other than that, I don't think you have a, a yeah. huge responsibility. Um. The, but I do kind of wonder what happened to, to to that guy. I do. It was really odd. Um, because people do. That happens. Like if people have a heart episode or they have a yeah. seizure when they're driving, it can be really bad. But yeah, just next time, just call it in. Bobcat. Uh, Bergman, is that it? Yep, that'll do it. Okay. Coming up next, as a play-by-play guy, I have a dilemma. And I want you guys to help me solve it. I'll explain coming up. Mason in Ireland, Momo in for Mace, ESPN LA.